you know, they can tell you what works for a lot of people, but if you don't know what feels right for your body or how to test that, I mean, there's the muscle testing that you can do and and everything, but like, if you don't know how to do any of those things, like, or, or aware of it, then you can take in this information and you can keep doing it. And you might not be, you still might not be feeling great. You might like lose right. some weight. You might be feeling a little bit better, but there still might be something off, but you're like, but this person's telling me to do it. And they're the expert, but like mm. you're the only mm-hmm. person that's an expert of your body. Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. And this is an interview episode. And of course, it's just me, Crystal. Um, I, I feel like I'm just in charge of the interviews at this point, And it's fine. I'm a generator. I'm here to respond. And it's there's nothing better than I feel like, a, honestly, a, gener- a generator interviewer and interviewee, both ways, actually. Anywho, this episode is going to be heart captivating, I know for sure, for, for the conversation we're going to have. So get ready for this. I'm going to introduce right now Rochelle Beasley, and she is a professional collaborator, facilitator, and the founder of Aloe and Alchemy. Welcome, Rochelle. How Thank how are you? I am. I'm doing pretty great. You know, um, as a shores person, mm. I just do this interview sitting on the shore of a lake. Now, mm. granted, Michigan and the lake is like partially frozen, mm. but um, but yeah, but it's. It's perfect. Like, I feel like I'm like right in the the most perfect place for this right now. I mean, if you guys are on watching on YouTube, which I highly suggest, or now actually Spotify also has a visual and we have we have added that visual as well over on Spotify. So either it, either place you can visually see Rochelle's background right now. I mean, when she came on, I was like, I my mouth dropped open for a moment because I was like, oh my God, I feel like my wallpaper is like nothing compared to this background that I am I am witnessing right now. Um, and I feel like we're both accidentally festive, um, which I don't think this episode is going to drop before Christmas. So, but we'll, I feel like we'll still have the new year, which everybody leaves their tree up till. I was just going to say trees yeah. will still be. Yeah. We'll still be in the festive spirit. So, but I was like, wow, this was total, totally an accident, but also the best for for YouTube. So definitely check out our our YouTube and give us also a big thumbs up right now if you're watching this over there. Um, We're so happy to kind of like dive into this conversation, which I feel like we're moving into the best love, love energy, which always happens during a winter solstice. It's actually uh, the 1015 program that comes in. And so we wanted to talk about with you guys like our bodies and the love of self and also that spills over it's all in order to love the other which is humanity humankind or also everything that's connected on this planet in order to do that you have to love yourself 
Gate 10, actually, I don't know if any of you know this, but Gate 10 actually sets the tone for all the other gates in the body graph. Without mm. it, we are not correct. In order for the vehicle to be correct, it needs to be operating as its unique self. And that's what Gate 10 offers. So I'm a bit, I go into these like deep conversations with our guests or, and also our listeners on here of, of that vessel of love energy. I like can't help but be in it, but especially because we're so close to it. We're just a few days out. Um, and it, I don't believe time exists and I can tell, I don't know how you feel. I know that you're, you're not as into the transits as I am. I'm a little bit obsessed. Um, but I always can sense the next program that comes in, which are the sun and the earth gates. Um, mm. They come in and it's almost like, I look at it as like episodes, like what episode are we tuning into this week? We got the vessel of love, so, <laughs> which maybe it will come out during the vessel of love. I'm not sure. So it would be a great episode, but either way, can you give us a brief introduction on yourself and let our listeners and viewers know a little bit about you? Yeah. Um, I do have the gate 10, uh-huh. like full channel. So when I found out about that, just like brief, like that, it's like the gate of helping others love themselves more. I was like completely of all the gates that I've read about myself, that one. And another one that actually makes so much sense with the business that I run. Like, mm, yeah. Like yeah. I want to dive into that too. Yeah. So, um, I am a six, two splenic manifester. Uh, I am an Aquarius sun, Aquarius rising and Gemini moon. Oh, wow. Uh, I, (laughs) yes, like lots of air. I described myself the other day as an innovative airhead. Um, I I actually really love that. Oh my goodness. That's, I I did a whole post. Thank you. I did a whole post of like, for everybody who's new to my page, like here's some funny things. And, um, that just like, that kind of came to me. Um, but my, you know, once I was diving more into like my astrological, like my natal chart, my human design chart, um, obviously like, I know this is the same for a lot of people that start to do that. Like everything made so much sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, and then diving a little bit more into my incarnation cross. It's like, I just, my whole life have just questioned the status quo. Like, how can I take Manifester. this thing? <laughs> yeah, right. How can, I, how can I take this thing that's happening that everyone's doing and how can I just make it different? Like I literally- And also Aquarius. Any, right. Yes, exactly. That is like the, you know, I'm just like thinking about that combo right now. And especially for where we're headed, because 2024 is going to be where everything changes. Um, once Aquarius actually moves into Pluto, I would pay very close attention. Um, it's mm. going to be at the end of January, uh, when, oh. when Pluto, yeah, it's kind of a big deal because it's somewhere around 12 to 30 years that a sign sits in Pluto. Mm. So some, for some, like half of people's, it's like half of your life yeah. could technically be in one sign. And Pluto is all about transformation. Yeah. Death and transformation, death and rebirth, death, rebirth, transformation. Yeah. Changer change. It's the, it's the change. Like if you had to put like a planet that like represented change, it would be Pluto. Uh, you said that happens at the end of January. Mm -hmm. I think it's the 20th. We'll, uh, have to come back to that for what we're going to talk about at the end of 
Yeah. Oh episode. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. Like, that would, yeah, definitely um, stick around for the end of this episode. We do have a very special announcement that's going to make a lot more sense as to what we're going to discuss today. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but that even makes so much more sense. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got to yeah. see that's, and that's why you follow the transits, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I like, when it comes to like planning my events, I seem to naturally without even looking at a calendar, naturally plan them around a new moon or a full moon or within like I do too. I do too a lot accidentally even though even though it's it's weird and it's really hard to explain to people I mean I clearly follow the transits very closely but there's something that happens because the transits are so um so such a fluid energy that's kind of moving through all of us that if I just surrender to form I'll almost have amnesia amnesia about everything I discussed, at least for the in the moment stuff, because I'm a sacral being and I'm a sacral generator. Everything's happening for me in the moment and I'm an open head. So a lot of times I'll just like, I'll, I'll go through the transits, but then I'll kind of just put them in the back of my mind, unknowingly doing everything connected to the transits. Unless there are, we do plan a lot of our classes and events, like big, bigger things, around the transits but the times that I don't and I'm just kind of like going in flow I I naturally do it isn't that so it's so interesting it is. Uh, I think about I, it I, a lot actually <laughs> yeah I, I you know or I have I have a friend she's very into astrology and uh I'll start talking to her about like certain things that like thoughts that have been coming up and she's like well that makes so much sense because of like what's happening right now and so uh it really helps you just like trust whatever's coming to you, right? Like exactly. really more awareness into your body, which I know is a big thing of what we're talking about today. But, um, but yeah, so I guess you and I could go off on so many tangents. Um, I know. And we probably but, will, uh, to be quite honest. We probably will. Yeah. Um, but aloe and alchemy is uh, really, a, a, my business is about awareness, Like Mm. if I really think about it, it's really about awareness. And I do that through, I plan amazing spa retreats. uh, And people are like, how can spas like bring in awareness? But Mm. the way that I plan them- connection to the body though. It's connection to the body. And it's the the way that I plan them, it gives you space to disconnect. Mm. It gives you space to breathe. It gives you space for community and for healing and for- for really getting back and connecting to your body. And so, you know, bringing in, um, when I was saying that, like there were two gates that were like really eye opening for me, it's the gate. And I, you would be able to see this because I know you have okay, my chart. I'm going to pull up your chart right now. Okay, go it's ahead. The gate that activated in Neptune. But um, when I was reading a report a couple of years ago about this gate, it specifically said that like you are naturally gifted at seeing what is best for people Mm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and specifically stated like hot cold therapy and like natural ways like natural spas natural ways to help people and they said that and I was like oh my god that's so crazy because it's like one of the big things that we do in my like signature experience. And it's something that I bring in like the hot, cold, doing like the hot sauna, cold plunge. Like it's something I talk about all the time. It's something that like I do all the time. And I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. So, um, but then like 
bringing in that piece of like trying to do something uniquely and different. Mm. It's like everything I do. So bringing up the, like being a professional collaborator, like I take a topic, I have a vision like mm-hmm. manifest vision, right? And then I've mm-hmm. got like this urge to bring it forward. I have this vision and then I collaborate with other women who are just like a badass in their field. And mm-hmm. I bring like, you know, f- sometimes up to like five people and I bring them together and we create this event that's like never been created before. And so it's like, I know that's like kind of vague at this moment and we'll probably go into more detail, but it's like, I can't, I literally can't do anything any other way. Like Mm. I don't have, there are some people that have many, many different skill sets. And I think that's amazing. My skill set really is like bringing people together in this way, collaborating, event planning, like holding the vision. Like I hold that vision. Well, you have the 1057. So, and the 57 is, uh, it can be, it can end up being in the lower end, the fear of the future. And so, and it's all about being in the now. The 57 says to to really be able to see the future, you have to be living in the moment. And so that's, that's what the 57 brings. And then the 10 says, well, in order to really be in the present moment, to be able to see into the future, you have to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the 10 comes in. And then together, you know, you're really explaining, you know, the fullest expression of that which is the perfected form. And that's kind of what you bring. I, I feel like that is the embodiment. I, if I were to look at from listening to you and then looking at your chart, I would say that's the channel that kind of is the core of your business, perfected form. In order to be able to move correctly, as that 1057 offers us, we have to be mm-hmm. correct. How do you be correct? You make the body aware. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually put that together in that way where it's like, what does your business really do? And it's, and it literally just came out, which makes sense, right? As having a defined throat, but then my spleen being my authority, like Mm -hmm. that makes, so I just like trusting the things that just want to come out of my mouth. But, um, but then, you know, what was coming to me as you were saying that is like, what is perfected form, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because especially as women, mm-hmm. you know, perfected form, they could immediately equate that to perfectionism or to being yeah. perfect. Or, or the perfect body type, which is one, which, which very is, is very homogenized. Uh, 100%. Just what, and I, I used to, if I can be very honest right now, which I feel like I am always very honest. I sometimes I'm like, maybe you need to hold back just a tiny bit. Um, but I, I just go for it. And I feel like people appreciate my open throat vulnerability, but I used to hate myself. Um, I, I'm a vessel of love. Um, and I feel like that's the theme of this episode, um, accidentally, but I, I, I was, uh, in the incorrect environment most of my life I had an abusive father and I grew up in South Florida, Mm. which is very body focused. If you've ever been to South Florida, okay. Or just watch like a bunch of movies in like Miami and like, it's all real. It's all true. Everything that you see in movies and TV shows of the way Floridians are, or just like people that hang out in Florida or whatever, um, it's like you have you have to have the homogenized, perfected form in order to be seen. And my whole 
career before this hair and makeup was all based off of my, the conditioning and then the not self of my open throat. I thought the only way people would truly see me is if I looked perfect. And so that was, uh, human design actually helped heal a lot of those places still continually. I don't, I feel like it's a journey to heal. Um, so, so yeah, that's, I'm, I'm really happy to actually be having this conversation because it really, uh, and you bridge my splits, actually, I have two splits. I'm a split definition and I always know, and I, I this is why I'm like, you got to get everyone's charts that you're interacting with because then you get to see what's ha- actually happening. And like, you are giving me clarity on myself right now. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for it's- listening. You also have the gate of the listener, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an it, oh, it's your conscious son. It's literally everything about you. Mm-hmm. It's my incarnation, one of my incarnation cross gates. Yeah, your son. Uh, yeah, I like as you were talking. I mean, that makes it it makes so much sense. And how many how many women fall into that, right? Like constantly. Like even I look at pictures of myself when I was thinner than I am now, but heavier than I was like in my twenties, right? And 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 looking at that now, I'm like, oh gosh, you know, like how great it was to be there. But when I was there, I was mm-hmm. looking at pictures of myself when mm-hmm. I was thinner than that and having those same conversations. And I was like, like I had a thought come to me the other day and I'm, I'm sure I'll write a post about it, but it was like, I am the most comfortable and uncomfortable in my body right now than I've ever been. Wow. Yeah. And I, it's, you know, talking about, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? I want to say like opposites, but talking about, um, like different ends of the spectrum. Like you can be like how you can be like sad and joyful at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. You can hold both of those emotions in your body. And like, for me, I am the heaviest now that I've ever been, but I have spent so much time over the last two years being comfortable with my naked body. Mm. and like going to the sauna like I just did the sauna completely naked it was like my first time doing it completely naked and it was just like so empowering yeah like like last summer I was gardening naked sometimes in the morning I will lay um my boyfriend has this really cool he calls it we call it like the secret garden like the side of his house and it has like beautiful hydrangea bushes and and the flowers and the bees are just everywhere and I will literally lay in the grass and listen to like the bees above me and just like feel the sun on my body and just be like completely naked. But no one, I mean, no one can see me, but it's like, it's just, it's, it's so. I'm obsessed with that idea. I mean, I don't have any fences. My, my neighbors would get a show if I were to ever do that. But I'm thinking about for the non-sacrals out there, how, um, and also for, for those that also have undefined roots, is me or me too. I'm thinking about that or for defined roots that need to regulate for whatever reason. I mean, this could go in many different directions. Um, but I feel like I look at the way you're describing your version of it is more as a, a release and like kind of like giving back to the earth to receive like rejuvenance in the body. 
yeah. and on sacral and and also manifestors. You guys have okay. I have to ask you this strange question. Can I I, I try to ask actually every manifestor that I encounter because I have yet to have someone say no. There was one that kind of said no because you guys are manifestors, and every question you ask, there's a resistance. Um, but then as we were in conversation, they were like, actually, I do take more baths than I'm than I'm thinking about as I'm talking to you. So, do you take a lot of baths? I do. Um, I'm also also artificial shores manifestor. I was going to say it's also a shores thing, but it, not every shores person does it. I realize, but I'm convinced every manifestor takes baths. I freaking love a good bath. I love (laughs) it. And you know what? I did this one time. I don't do this all the time, but the first time it happened, I was like, wow, it was an experience. I laid in the bath as like felt the water just like complete when I was at the end of the bath. And it, all the water was, um, draining and it was the craziest feeling where it, it felt like my, not like my energy, but like something was being sucked from my body down the drain. Like, wow. I don't know how to explain it. Talk you know, about a cleansing. A me thing <laughs> or like a manifestor thing or an energy thing. It was like, I was like, oh my God, what just happened? I mean, it was the craziest experience. I do wonder like because I've contemplated this and maybe I'm like, have I asked this question? But like for manifestors with the water bath or body of water, there seems to be a body of water situation for you guys. Like why? (laughs) What exactly is your reason why you guys need to do it is the question that I'm constantly thinking about. I'm like, did I ever ask this question? I don't think I have. I don't know. That's, I mean, I've always been drawn to the water. Um, and then when I found out I was a shores person, I just kind of equated like, it of course, <laughs> I didn't think about it as a manifestor thing. Um, I don't know. I but feel I'm like gonna... it's a, it's also a non-sacral thing to be able to go into like full rest mode. And I, I do wonder for the, if it's more of a manifestor thing in a, in a way, and it could be also a non-sacral thing. I mean, it could be an anybody thing and, and, and we could like find 5 million different ways as to why it's this person's way. Um, right. but I do see it. Whenever I see um, anything that's like collective, I'm like, okay, there's this is definitely a thing. Maybe not every manifester, because I'm sure there's manifestors that are listening right now that like, fuck no, I don't go in the bath. Um, maybe you should. Okay, <laughs> maybe you should. I mean, clearly the manifestors that I'm talking to, it's working for them. Um, oh, yeah. So. But I, I wonder if there's some sort of, because you guys move so quickly, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like the one opportunity for you guys to fully be able to be in a little bit uh counterbalance of that constant yang energy that you guys are in to be a little yin. Yeah, I have, I would have to say that some of my like best aha moments come to me when I'm either in the bath mm. or a hot tub. Um I have noticed that. And maybe to your point, that's what it is where it bring, it's bringing in more of that yin, but I will just sit there and like literally stare at the wall. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah. every, just like yeah. comes into clarity. So, um, that very much, that very much could be it. Mm-hmm. Um,
Hi there. We wanted to share with you more ways to connect with us and our free and paid resources and offers that will help you elevate your life and begin to tap into your fullest potential to live out your dreams. First up, we have created a free tips and tricks to understanding your strategy and authority and a free crash course on the transits that you can find in our beginner's path on our website in the show notes down below. And if you're ready to get a deeper understanding of the human design language and how to apply this to your very own chart, check out our user manual to your true self. If you've been studying human design for a while and ready to lift up the hood of your vehicle and take a peek inside to better understand your process, we have created a mini variables class on the four radical transformations. Now, we do not have view or motivation available to purchase, but we have recently developed a kick-ass variable intensive called the Color Code Variable Intensive. That is a five-week journey through the Radical Four Transformations. And because our last round went so well that I can't even put into words, I can't even describe, but we are doing it again this fall. So please make sure you are subscribed to our email list because early bird enrollment is about to be made available. And lastly, if you are interested in one-on-ones with me, Crystal, then check out my readings on our website down below to snag one of my reading spots or email us the word waitlist to be added to the next available openings as I get booked up very quickly. And everything else that you might be interested in, you can find on our website, humandesignastro.com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel for some prime education. Now let's go listen to the rest of this captivating episode. Yeah, for me, it's like the relax, like doing any sort of like relaxation practices. I mean, I put like the essential oils in my bath, you know, I have a specific mixture that helps like cleanse and detoxify my energy like I put that in there so it's I make it a whole thing I can't not make it a whole thing (laughs) I've noticed I do have and this is a whole other conversation we're probably not going to get into dive too deeply but um and it's part of actually one of my my programs I run this variable intensive and as you know I'm very much into the variables like I have like I have a few obsessions okay and variables are one of them because they work if it works, I'm obsessed. I'm in. I'm like, show me as a third line and power view and desire. Just show me success and then I'm all in and I'll just keep riding that that cycle as a generator and keep going and going and going and you can't get me off it and I just become more obsessed as time goes on because then I master it more. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a common thread between shores and kitchens. They're the opposite ends. I look at it almost like what the way I see the variables. I'm going to, and maybe you guys have heard me talk about this on here. I don't think I've mentioned it too much, but I look at it as a coin or a circle, but really a coin. It has two sides. It has the true side and then it has the transferred side. Wherever there's color, you can transfer. And so the opposite of kitchens is shores. Opposite of shores is kitchens. And so kitchens is all about creation and alchemy and like really transformation and being able to like take nothing and turn it into something, mixing things together and ingredients. And I find that in order to heal that resistance that's in the body, to go to um, a place of protection or comfort, 
which is going to be the opposite end. Mm. And so a lot of shores people are very much into rituals or like kind of like that witchy or ethereal type of energy because it's alchemy and it kind of helps you guys um I look at it as it's I call it like the 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 dump zone I actually have a creek in the back of my house I I I generated this entire house to like my exact visual liking down to a T where I, I said I wanted brick in front of the front of my house and it's like literally it checked all of the boxes except for boxes that I didn't realize I needed until after I moved in here. But I didn't ask for it. So I didn't get it. But I have a creek in the back of my house because I noticed when I started um, really deep diving into the variables and I realized that the opposite of kitchens was shores, I go, oh, my God. My entire life, every time I feel like I'm in transference, mental transference, the body will take you to a place of protection or release. Um, like to allow be like be in like this protective shell to where you're 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 forced to be in in those mental patterns and for forced to look at the things that you're really working on. And so I would find myself, I lived in South Florida, which is also a freaking shore. Okay. Um, I <laughs> I I my mom shores actually. So we always lived on a body of water. And so I, and also, or not too far from the beach. And so I would find myself when I would be in this deep state of not self going and sitting in the backyard and just crying and staring at the water or driving to the beach or going for really long drives because windows are shores too. And I realized that that, that I can actually do work there. I was like, okay, I'm like, I, give me something to like, you know, up my game. I will, I will do it. And I realized that if I just allow the mind to run in these places of protection um, or resistance, like it's like friction, alchemy, really push up against that not self version so that you can see all the things that you need to clear about yourself or up level. And so- mm. That's what I do. I have a whole system that I created for our variable intensive. It's one of our experiments to do that. And for every person that has gone through our variable intensive, they really were able to see those patterns of themselves and use the variables as a tool. The variables are a tool. It literally shows you how to get on your fractal. So it's all there. I feel like I just had like so many aha moments in everything that you just said. Okay. I want to hear all of them. Because <laughs> like- Oh my God. Um, just like being the opposite. And you had, when we've had previous conversations, you had said that, but for some reason, the light bulb didn't go off until this your moment. right brain. Yeah. You had, to, right. you had to hear it again. So, um, but I, my, my degree, my, my bachelor's degree is in hospitality. Okay. Mm, that's very kitchens. <laughs> So <laughs> no, but listen, so my senior year in high school, we, ha I took the very last home ec class. They were ending the program and I grew up like my mom always cooked. My great grandmothers were amazing, like amazing cooks. They came, one came from Italy one came from Hungary. Like what they could make was literally magic, like incredible. And, but I just never had the interest, never did. And then all of a sudden I took this class 
and I started baking and it was so meditative for me. Yes. Yes. That is what happens for the opposite environment. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And then and then I thought of like, I, I kept cooking and then I was like, you know, I left sweets. My mom, I'm the oldest of four. My mom, she's like, the kids don't eat any more sugar, Rochelle. You need to start learning, cooking something else. And so I started learning how to do other things. And then uh, I went to Michigan State. I actually transferred uh, my junior year. I was originally going for physical therapy. I wasn't even going for hospitality. Mm. And I completely changed my whole major and from a, from a science to a non-science. And one of the biggest reasons besides my love of cooking and food yeah, was that in physical therapy, I would, I would like get to know the patients and like form these like, like friendships with them and they would leave and I would never see them again. And it was, I realized how hard that was for me. Mm-hmm. And like hospitality is all about building relationships and building community and, and service-based and everything. And I say to this day, it's, the best decision I ever made. Like, mm. you know, yeah, you like- it. it was kind of like it healed, probably healed a lot of parts of you being able to go into that place of like seeing yourself, like seeing your full version of self. I think it's important to really understand the opposite ends of our variables because yeah. that's where the biggest learning can come from is the opposite. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and so that's like, I think what's interesting, like looking at the journey within doing events, running restaurants, uh, running catering programs, like all of these things was that I definitely butted up against my perfectionist wound, mm-hmm. like heart. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's same, definitely- same, perfected form. Same, yeah. same for me too, with doing hair and makeup. And we also both realized we were in the wedding, wedding industry, yes. which is like, I mean, we could have a whole episode just on that or even like a series because the things that I I witnessed and experienced in those environments was chaotic for for an undefined route. Yeah. Um, it's nothing but time. That's and like you feel like like as undefined roots, we're literally grabbing on to any defined root we can find, which there's probably many in the room. And it's just like, I got to ride this wave, but like it yeah. can over, it can really dysregulate the system. And that was constantly happening for me. And I'm going to also be very honest here again. Um, and I told you this, I have never, I've never said this out loud, like in any sort of, I guess, public setting, but I had to at the, at one point because my anxiety had gotten so bad like I would have um I I had to get prescribed Xanax um to take before these things. Um I would I would I would be fine for the rest of my 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 life my days but right before I would get sometimes like a feeling of like almost like I was going to pass out. Because I'm like, I would do these very large wedding parties that sometimes there was 12 bridesmaids um, that I I would have to do. And it would be those big ones that I would be like, well, we need, it was basically like I was trying to remove the energy from my undefined root and open solar plexus so that I could be able to focus on the, on the client. And like looking back, um, it was human design that actually helped me r- regulate my nervous system and like my undefined root and open solar plexus where I didn't 
needed anymore towards the end before I officially closed down my business. But there was that period of time where the only way for me to get through was to be medicated. Mm. And I have never said that out loud. I didn't have any sort of addiction to it. It was just like, if I'm going, if this is going to be my form of income, this is all I see of how I can get through it. We've talked, you know, about awareness in the body. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just like, that's a, that's a huge thing right now. Like how many of us are either prescribed medication or Mm self-medicating or I mean, and I'm not even talking about like self-medicating with like alcohol or weed or drugs or anything. I'm talking oh, about yeah. like, it could be self-medication when you're doom scrolling. Like, oh, oh yeah. When you're just scrolling and you like, and you're, it, it's, that's a, that's a self-medication, right? Like, or we're eating excessively or no, granted, like if there's like anything creamy, like mac and cheese in front of me, I can't stop. But like, if you put cheesecake in front of me and I don't, I do actually, I'm pretty dairy free, but I tell people I'm dairy free until dessert comes. Okay. <laughs> because... Yeah. But like, but, but yeah, not to go on like that tangent. Cause that could be like a whole, yeah, that's thing. all we can go on many. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I mean, like when we're, when we're doing any of that, I mean, it's just, it's, it's numbing that it's numbing that awareness within our body. Um, you know, I just had a conversation with a friend who ended a relationship because she no longer felt safe within the relationship. Mm. And she's like, I felt it in my body. And she's like, in the past, I probably would have written it off and ignored it as like, Oh, I'm just like cold or it's like just made excuses but because she's done so much inner healing and inner work, she recognized that her body was literally telling her that this is no longer safe for you. And, and I, there's something so powerful in that, but it's this world and the people that run it, like this can be a whole tangent. So I'm just yeah. going to say one small thing. Okay. But they do everything they can to distract us. And keep us disconnected from our body. Yeah. And so then we, you know, we see these images of these beautiful women and we think that that's what we're supposed to be. Or probably not even happy. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think about that, like thinking about like what it would be like, like, would I be happier if I lost 70 pounds, which sounds like so much, but that would like literally take me back seven, 80 pounds, maybe take me back to like my weight in high school, which is like, I was in high school. Like, let's mm-hmm. be real, mm-hmm. you know, but like, would I be happier mm. now? Like through, I think that there is something really important about taking care of your body. So I know that there is like there's a, there's a whole conversation out there about the women that are larger than I am. And they're like, you know, but can they really be happy being that big? And it's like, I know some women that are like way more flexible than I am. And yeah. they can do so- I mean, look at, do you ever watch my big fat, fabulous life? I have not seen, I, um, maybe Brittany? at the very, yeah. She's a manifesting generator. Of course I looked up her chart. Um, I, she lives actually not too far from me because I'm in North Carolina and I think she's in Greensboro. Um, oh. But I, she's 
I mean, I've never, my husband even says like watching her show, like that she, like, obviously there's limitation, more limitations, but she doesn't let the limita- limitations get in the way of her living her life. And she's made herself way more flexible. She actually, the reason why she got that show was because she, I think she had a viral video on her dancing and like people being able to see how flexible she is for being a, a bigger woman. And so I feel like there it's such a gray area, our, our bodies. It's yeah, like, I mean- you know, you need to be healthy and like obviously – being bigger will put more strain on the body and your organs and all the things. And that is something to consider, but should you love your body wherever it's at? Yes. But is it hard? Yes. And does it matter what size you are and still having trouble loving the body? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's definitely something that like a journey that, that I've been on. Uh, I had, you know, I had a mom that in high school was like, you're not fat. You're just not tone mm. or like, and just like little things that she would say that I, you know, looking back on it now, like she obviously had her own things that she was dealing with. Right. And, you know, but as a, a teenager, like, or even in my early twenties, like that's not something that you is, are, is as easily recognized. Right. Like, and so you know, as a manifester, I've always kind of like done my own thing anyway. So like, but I always admire about, admire that about the manifester. <laughs> I've never like done anything because my parents wanted me to do it. Like I've only ever done things because I wanted to do them. Oh, I, um, oh, I know. I have yeah. a little manifester. I mean, yeah. like this, even the, the funniest thing about you guys, I just have to say this right now and then I'll let you continue, but I have to say this. The funniest thing about you guys is that even if you want to do what somebody else is telling you to do because they said it first, you don't want to do it. hundred <laughs> percent. True. I didn't think of it first. Like, I don't want to do it. No. Yeah. And I'm an Aquarius. So it's like, yeah. And you're stubborn. You're, you got that fixed air, man. How do you, yeah. and then you think, and then I think about how do you fix air? I guess it's like, it's like, that's actually of- a really good question. That's like a but you guys break know. out of the box though. That's your, the whole point of Aquarius energy yeah. is the innovative energy, which I am, I'm so excited. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I get very excited about the transits and I was super excited because I knew exactly, well, not exactly. I shouldn't say that. I don't know any, I don't know anything as an undefined Ajna and I don't know anything for sure either, but <laughs> I had a very strong feeling, I guess I could say, um, of how Pluto and Aquarius was going to go. And we had a little bit of a, a curtain opening to what mm. this was going to look like back in March. I don't remember if you remember back in March, um, but that's when Pluto had moved into Aquarius for a, a moment mm. uh, until it retrograded. What was it over the summer? And now it's been back in Capricorn and then it's going to move back into Aquarius at the end of January. But if you can remember back to that time, and that was when my business like really expanded was during that period of time. And so I'm like, is this like, because is this where we're going? Um, Because I'm ready. Like, I feel like I got a little taste of it and it was a little scary um, with being an open throat. 
I like want you, I want everybody to look at me and nobody to look at me at the exact same time. <laughs> that is the best way that I can describe it. Like I really want it in theory, but then when it happens, I'm like, oh my God, everyone's, everyone's looking at me and I don't know what to do. <laughs> but it was really such an expansive time just in general, just as, and I don't know if you can remember back to that moment. And for everybody, it's different. And it's really important to look at where do you have Aquarius in your chart? For you, you actually have a very big placements. And actually for me as well, anything that's in your Jupiter is a big, a big heavy hitter because Jupiter actually makes up about um, 3% of the neutrino stream. And that's where actually the transits are from. They created through the stars and then they are imprinted on to the planets and pick up their data. And then they come to us. So that's why when people say, I don't believe in astrology or I don't believe in the transits or whatever, I'm like, bitch, it's science, okay? <laughs> it can be explained. Um, yeah. It makes no sense. Even, even though I get it, it's just like, how is that really happening? But right. it is. But it is. Sorry, I went on. I, I'm telling you, I just like, and I will always bring it back to the transits or human design. I just yeah. can't, or the variables. Those are the three places I will make sure we're bringing it back there. I'm sorry. Story of my life. So like every time I'm like, oh, but your crown is undefined. So it's probably <laughs> why you're like all, all the time. Um, okay. Let me remember what I was saying. I'm sorry. So no, no, no. <laughs> okay, it's like my head. It's like, now it's lost. Um, no, but you like bringing in, oh, they're like the perfected form and like what you look like and, 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 and being healthy. Like, I feel like the term being healthy has been so warped. Also right? homogenized. Like, yeah. A hundred percent. And it's just like the story that we've been fed is a lie mm -hmm. and like might be the most, maybe the most blunt thing I say in the, in, in this podcast today, but it's like. And I get you, you know, like you get really passionate about like the transits and everything. Like I get really passionate about like finding out like what's going on inside my body mm. and how to make it run better. Like I got super obsessed and I well, actually you're just had your splenic. Yeah. <laughs> it's it part so of your role. Yeah. Like I got pre COVID, I got super obsessed with different blood tests. Oh. Okay. Like, yeah. So like I got a test done on like testing the the nutrients inside my cells, not just in my blood. I got a genetic test done. Um, I just started listening to this whole po podcast on uh, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast about the I'm, I'm gonna it's called the motherfucker gene, the M MTFHR gene. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's cute. It, it, like honestly. Honestly, if there's anybody that's that anybody that has anxiety, depression, um, ADD, ADHD, you need to listen to this podcast. Really? Like the guy's name is Gary. I can't remember his last name. It starts with a B, but it is, he's a, um, he's actually a biologist and he is like, he has like his own company. I haven't like looked into his company, but I'm assuming if he's on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like he's legit. Right. But like, it, it's just like mind blowing. And it's all about like this gene and the mutation and how half of us have this gene that's mutated. And like, when it comes to like how we receive nutrients, like our body processes it differently or doesn't process it, which leads to like anxiety, depression, if like you're taking the wrong vitamins, it's like, but I get Oh like, yeah, for sure. I mean, I yeah. feel like you can totally see that through your spleen activations too. 
and like connecting it to like where like where the body connects to those particular gates and then the like the chemistry compounds that are connected to each of the gates to, like if you want to get like really sciencey into it I science was one of my best subjects but I don't I don't have I don't have the response to go that deep like with mm-hmm. the with the body chemistry side of it and the I guess the genetics I love looking at genetics in reference to behavior as my my conscious son is gate 10 and both okay. of my Neptunes are also gate 10 and so I really love like the spiritual element of the self and mm-hmm. how that correlates to science through the genetics of your body because there's genetic components that explain behaviors so um yeah that's but it but like the more sciencey part of it I find it fascinating and I've dabbled in it but I have no response and I'm not a scientist I have no um I have more of a psychology background than I do of a science background that I have no and I have no desire to go back to school for it um so right. but I, I I do find it fascinating at the same yeah. time I it's I just I find it I find it so fascinating and there's like another it's like so many things I could talk about right now that I feel (laughs) just getting me like so excited but um but the point of the point of all of that is like what does it do it just it's data that brings more awareness into your body Mm -hmm. right so like it and then which just leads to more understanding and then just leads to more acceptance and then leads to more love and Mm -hmm. then from that it leads to more authenticity, right? And it's like, it, it's just, so whatever the, the, the entry point that you take is, you know, whether it's like, you know what, my body, like yesterday I was, I'd done a lot of sitting yesterday and I was on the couch and I was so tired and like my, I could just feel the energy like pulsing in my legs. Like I couldn't mm. sit still. Like my body was like, you need to move. And I was like, but I'm so tired. I know that's and gotta so- be so hard for being a non-sacral, but knowing you need to release the sacral at the same time. And the, the only way to do that is actually through movement. Right. And oh. so, but it's like, whether it's that or whether it's, you know, noticing the, the foods your, your body wants to eat or how you want to eat them or when you want to eat, you know, and it's, there are not taking away from nutritionists or dietitians or, or anybody that does any kind of coaching within the health, like health world or, or anything like that. But, you know, they can tell you what works for a lot of people, but if you don't know what feels right for your body or how to test that, I mean, there's the muscle testing that you can do and and everything, but like, if you don't know how to do any of those things, like, or, or aware of it, then you can take in this information and you can keep doing it. And you might not be, you still might not be feeling great. You might like lose right. some weight. You might be feeling a little bit better, but there still might be something off, but you're like, but this person's telling me to do it. And they're the expert, but like mm. you're the only mm-hmm. person that's an expert of your body. Right? Oh yeah. That's, I feel like, like that's the gift that human design gives you. Yes. Um, I mean, just from like a surface level of just knowing what your aura is like, wow, that if you if everybody just had that information just that just what your aura type was n- nothing else and just what the strategy is for that and just and even if you didn't even know your authority but you just knew aura type and strategy obviously authority makes it easier but i think just knowing the way your energy operates cuz it explains the way the aura operates through the design type 
um, then you can kind of allow yourself awareness. Once you're aware, then the body can finally surrender. That's the whole point is getting the body to surrender. And the mind is just a dog. I look at the mind as a dog. So you got to train the fucking mind to all the mind. And this is where view comes in where it's like, okay, if you want to, if the mind, you want to see what the mind is actually good at, because it's not, it's most likely in transference. And even if you know what you're, what the mind is good at seeing, it's going to transfer no matter what, because we have to, we live in a binary system and the only way to grow is through resistance. And so you're, you're, you're just designed to transfer. We're just designed to transfer. I've accepted it at this point. There's no people that are like, I'm going to fucking figure it all out. Here's human design and it's going to show me everything. And then I'm going to be correct 24 seven. That will literally never fucking happen. I don't care how deep you are into human design. It literally is impossible. It is impossible. Uh, maybe like, I don't know, like Jesus. Maybe he could have done it. I don't know. But definitely no human everyday person right. is going to be able to do it. And even I don't, I believe Jesus was an everyday person, but that's just my opinion. Um, but there was something, what did I want to say? So I think this is a good segue into what we want to talk about towards the end and talking about um, how, like really how human design has helped the body be more correct is how you feed the body. And how you feed the body is through your top left variable called determination. Some people call it digestion, but the original name is determination. Um, and it shows you the way the brain takes in information and food. The, the way the brain actually helps you experience the world around you because it is the first way in. It's the first way you receive frequency is through the brain through the body, the unconscious, and then you connect that to your environment. I feel like you really do need to understand them in harmony, but for some people they do need to, and I think it's also important to pull everything apart. So look at, it's like, look at things like one thing at a time, but then how do they fit into the whole, um, putting it back together. And I feel like I just get that with being kitchens. I just like, I'm like, okay, here's all the ingredients. We're going to pull them all apart and we're going to look at them as they are. And then we're just going to put them back together and you're going to see how they actually fit. And so mm -hmm. it really is important to look at, if you're looking at how to really hear the, heal the body, how, how to be aware of the body, you're going to want to look at your determination and your environment, um, cohesively, but you do want to look at them as their, their own entity almost as well. Um, cause it really explains the part, the moving parts, how, like, what are they doing? But then you put it together because in order for you to take in information correctly or food correctly, the body needs to be in the right place in the right space. And so that's why your determination is dependent on the environment. You need, you, you can't, you'll, you'll always be hungry if you're not in the right place. No one's there to feed you. You don't get to actually meet the right people. That's what your environment shows you, how to meet the right people on your fractal. It's the first place where the fractal really starts, but in order for the fractal to know that it's correct, it needs to be taken in correctly. So that's why there's like this like uh, cohesive energy that's kind of running through because it's connected to the unconscious, the body. The brain is the unconscious. The physical body is the unconscious. So together, they're working with each other on the left-hand side of your body graph. And then once the body is correct, then it can see correct. Then that's where it moves over to the view. And once the once you see correct, then you can actually process the world around you correct. And that's your motivation. 
And that's your outer authority. That's your unique intelligence is coming from your motivation. So they're really, they're all working together at the same time, but they're also separate (laughs) (laughs) because we have the personality and the design. They're actually not together. There's, they're two separate parts of who we are, but we, we are, um, merged together through the magnetic monopole in the G center. That's what brings the design crystal and the, um, personality crystal together is the magnetic monopole and it's the illusion of separateness, but really Mm -hmm. it's all the same. It doesn't make any sense really when you just can't make It's all energy. That's it. It's all energy. Yeah. Speaking of determination, and then we'll segue that into closing here, but speaking of determination, your determination is actually I remembered. Thirst. Oh, you remembered. Okay. Well, I I remember We could talk about Um, both there. And Um, I find that fascinating because it kind of circles back to the beginning of this conversation where we were talking about the cold plunges and like that and that that you know hmm, I just realized something your determination is a third color that's what that's what cold is but your environment is a sixth color so they are the opposite ends so there is even more cohesion to this idea of because what what thirst is it's it's all about the transition of the lower trigram and the upper upper trigram and the alchemy because that's what third the third line is it it's the change and for you it's the change in temperature hmm. that really helps you come into the body it's the first way in it all comes together crystal <laughs> it does it's all there <laughs> it's all there and I, I, lost- make, I help make sense of the nonsense because a lot of this is does sound like nonsense or like how does that actually work for me as an individual? But you know the beautiful thing about it, like when I had when I had my very first reading done back in 2020, it was so eye-opening. Like the, the mm-hmm. beautiful thing that I really loved about human design was realizing what was mine and what wasn't. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's hard to let go sometimes to decondition, right? This is the 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 whole experiment, right? It's like first deconditioning yourself. It's hard to do that because you've lived so, it's like living in your body, right? And you've held on to it for so long, but- Very stubborn. Super stubborn. And so what I loved about it though, and this is that wherever you are in life, like obviously like I've been- in the human design world for for a few years now still there's so many things to learn all the time oh, it, there's no bottom i want everybody to know there is lit- like i know people are like oh you've been in seven years so you're good no 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 i'm not good yeah. okay i am still a student you will you're always ever be a student forever right. always growing always learning um uh, but it's like even just like now in that moment it's like i before I even entered this, this whole new like world, before I started this business, it was like, I had this feeling, this knowing man, like splenic manifester. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, I don't know exactly where it's going to take me, but I'm just going to keep doing the things that I really enjoy doing and see where that leads. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like that, uh, that allowing that led me in this direction 
And I think that's so important because so many people force themselves to do things that make them so unhappy mm. and that just disconnects the, ge- the generators. Them. Mostly you can say <laughs> it. so it's totally fine. I tell all the non-sacrals, you can just blame us. Cause we are, we are the problem. The song I I'm the problem. Me. It's oh, yeah. it, 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 the Taylor Swift song. Like that's, that's the only, that's the only song I actually know. And just that line, I don't even know if I said it right, but um, I'm just like, yes, the generators, we are the problem. You need to tell us we're the problem, but also help be the solution. Do you know what I mean? Because so many generators are operating from things that they fucking loathe doing, mm-hmm. hate, and all that pours out of them is just this frustration. Then you guys think you have to be frustrated too, but you see it in us more than we see it in ourselves because we are such cyclical, rhythmic beings as as generators that we don't even know how to get off that fucking horrible ride. We're like, but I can do it. But I can do it because I have the I have the sacral juice, life force to right. do. To, and I can stay stuck in the wrong thing. Even though mentally I'm like, oh God, I just to wake up and have to go to that fucking job the next day. I hate it, but we know that we can do it at the same time. Yeah. Right. Until you can't, until your yeah, body, well, until your body eventually falls to yeah. the floor or like you get, God forbid, you know, some, some ailment in the body, um, which is what ends up happening a lot of times. I've, I've had plenty of conversations. I had a friend who did that to himself and he ended up getting cancer and he thankfully he's doing great now, but like I, you can, it is, it's easier for me to see this in other people. And I'm like, tell I'm- us, tell us because we, we do not see it or and even better. Tell us what you see us so <laughs> passionate about so that maybe, and this is where I think if every generator monetized some version of their passion doesn't necessarily have to be the, only way you make money. And I think that's that's a whole other conversation that we feel like there's only one way we can make money. Like you can still have that that nine to five job just to have that paycheck or, you know, people that need insurance, like I'm totally understandable to go get a nine to five job. But what if there was a passion and maybe the pa- it needs to start out as a, a passion project that you do have that cushion of that nine to five or whatever that other thing is, but eventually being able to move into selling your passion. If every generator sold their fucking passion, do you know how fucking lit up the world would be? Freaking disco ball. Yeah. Actually, That's disco ball on earth, I think, is getting the generators <laughs> to wake the fuck up to that their passions actually can be sold. It would heal a lot of our money problems too. In the open, undefined heart. It would heal so many things. So, so many, so many things, Crystal. Like, and I have that conversation with so many people all the time. Like, I was never a person to stay at a job if I was unhappy. Oh, every generator does it. And people are like, you're leaving? It's been a year. And I was like, yeah, but like, these are the circumstances. Like, I'm not going to stay around for this. And a lot of people couldn't understand. They're like, oh, you're just a millennial. And I was like, no, I'm just not willing to put up with this shit. Like, yeah, because yeah. so, the, the boomer generation definitely did. And look how oh, unhappy yeah. so many of them are. And you're also yeah. the problem. Um, we have probably have no boomers listening to this. Maybe like my mom or my, <laughs> I think my father in law might sometimes listen. 
if you're listening, yeah. hi, Macy. This is also how I test who's listening. I say hi to people and I see if they tell. If they tell me, I love that. I love that. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of our podcast on the Human Design and Astro Club. We hope you have found the information insightful and useful. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review and sharing it with your friends and family. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to reach out to us with any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.